Hey everyone, and welcome to the Why in Your Twenties. This is Fifi Net here. We are two counselors in our twenties, navigating our adulthood away from our home country. This is where we explore questions that might come across in our twenties, including relationships, identities, and all kinds of uncertainties. Some topics will be fun; others can be a bit scary and uncomfortable. But sit with it, because that's actually when we learn and grow. Just a friendly reminder: the information presented in this podcast is for general information purposes only. If you are struggling, please seek professional help. We might not have everything figured out yet, but together we can make this journey less lonely and scary. So, welcome, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Hey everyone, I'm glad you're back to another episode of the Why in Your Twenties. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you guys have a great day. If no, that's okay.、It、doesn't have to be good all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you you. This I think this is the most awkward episode. I feel. How so? I don't know. Well, we'll find out if that's the most awkward episode. We've had, um. But yeah, today we have a very special guest with us. <laughs> you can't laugh. <laughs> okay. You want to introduce yourself? So yep. Hi, Viv. Hi, Nat. My name's Ening, and I'm another one of their masters of counseling like classmates from last year, the year before, I guess, and also Viv's housemate. Wow! Great introduction. <laughs> I feel like we're just dragging all our classmates into a podcast at this point. Yeah, we're not giving them a choice, basically. Blackmail, essentially. It's either that or like we'd no longer be friends. <sighs> Kidding. I mean, if you don't want to, you can, and then we can still, I guess, pretend to be friends then.、Uh, <laughs> I'm just nervous because this is the first time like speaking on a mic, and it's just different to have like conversations recorded in a way. Like actively doing so, so don't mind me if I make a lot of like really uncomfortable, <laughs> bad jokes and like nervous laugh. We'll we'll edit it out. <laughs> I feel like it's just normal you though. Yeah, fair enough. But the reason why we have Yining here today because we are doing a topic of housemates, and I guess you know in our twenties it's very common to have housemates and you know share living spaces, if, especially if you are. You know, not not in your home country, and you couldn't afford living alone because it's expensive. So today we'll explore the experience of having housemate. That's why we invite Viv housemate to be here with us today. Maybe that's why. <clears throat> maybe that's why explains how why I am nervous or anxious. I'm just curious why you're nervous or anxious. Like where is that coming from? Yeah, do tell. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we can move on to our. <laughs> Housemate experience. I have a lot of housemates previously, cause just living abroad, I have lived with a lot of different housemates. Most of them are not friends, if not all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it was negative. Ex- <clears throat> I don't think it was ever negative experience though.、Mm. Yeah. I mean, I doubt it will be a negative to you because I, w- I feel like you're the last person that you would not have a good experience with housemate. But you just so chill with everything. He's like, oh whatever, it's fine. Doesn't bother me. Like I don't think anything can bother her. <laughs> Maybe there is. I just don't know. I just don't force it out. 
You just like I work on myself. <laughs> Maybe you can focus on the guest <laughs> experience. No, but I do. I do have housemate experience, and I think I'm not the best housemate as well. Like I do have quite a few ugly housemate experience, so that will give a contrast, I guess. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Yinai? Um, I've had a couple roommates in high school, and then those were like pretty bad experiences. So I ended up just living by myself for most of undergrad. Um, so this is actually the first time I've act- like had proper housemates, and not just like housemates that were like strangers to begin with, and that I was like put into randomly, but like actively choosing to live with these people, which has been a different experience, and like it's been great. <laughs> I've been enjoying it plenty. I bet it would be scary to begin with, though. Like, given you had bad experience before and you live alone, and suddenly have to move in with people again. Oh yeah, it was really weird, especially coming from living at home with family for quite a while, and then coming to like a new country and like moving in with people that I didn't really know. Like we had sort of spoken. Um. So for context, like Viv and I live with another one of our housemates, Rats who's also been on the podcast before but before like Viv moved in like we had another housemate named Rose and I didn't really know anything about Rose and Rads before like moving in with them we kind of spoke to one another online but beyond that nothing really so it was a bit of a gamble deciding to move in with them I wasn't planning to as well in the first place I was gonna live in one of like the what's it called like student accommodation yeah but then Things just worked out differently. That's a huge step. Yeah. I don't regret it though. I think it's like moving in with them has been... Like I'm very, very grateful for it. And I don't think there's anything that I would have changed. And Viv has been a great new addition to the household. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. I feel it's very sarcastic, but it's okay. <laughs> um, what, gave, what gave you the courage to move in with people from the course though? If you were already considering living at some at one of the student accommodations? Um, I think it was just recognizing that like one coming to like a new country, it was gonna be harder to make friends and the Masters of Counseling course, it's it gets pretty heavy. Like, you know, like the things that the topics that we're dealing with and especially going to placement here knowing that I probably wanted to make sure that I had a bit of like a social support network around me. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit of like a personal challenge to myself like i'm very much like an introvert i don't like people and i mean that sounds terrible when i put it that way but it's like i feel very uncomfortable in most social situations so living with people was kind of like a way of getting me out of like my own comfort zone which is why when like rose and rads asked me if i wanted to move in with them i was like you know what let's do it and yeah that's really huge and i'm just wondering you know back in high school you said you had bad experience what did it look like um i guess it's just like differences in lifestyle and a bit of like a language barrier as well because like the roommate that i had we there was a bit of like challenges in communication because we spoke like different languages and um just like different interests and it's a lot harder being roommates as opposed to being housemates because you don't have like your own separate space and I think this is something that Viv can probably attest to. I am particular about my, about like cleanliness and just like how things are in my living space. And 
living with people who didn't quite have that same standard, especially in like the same room, that was really stressful for me. So yeah. I absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? I know you mentioned not having great roommate experience housemate experiences, so I think it's the same thing like cleanliness. I have a very different standards or like expectation on how things are being placed and I have my own system or like structure on how I live in general. So moving in with people is like certainly difficult for me. So when I was young, like a few years back, I struggled because I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still young now, but yes, you are. I was younger at that time. And I struggled because I'm like, oh my goodness, I saw literally avocado on like a clean plate or, you know, just the way that they wash dishes, like the Australian way of washing dishes is soaking all the things in the sink and I just I could not I just there's no right or wrong way of doing dishes it's just that's my way of washing dishes doesn't mean that's right right but at that time I'm just like I want to vomit just to see how they clean the dishes like this I just couldn't handle it so I think it's just different lifestyle habit as you said that can make co-living yeah I would difficult. Say, yeah. yeah what about you <laughs> I honestly, I don't think I'm like, as I said, I don't have negative experiences. I think different people have different standards. You just got to adjust to their way of doing things. As long as it's not extremely bad, it's still okay. So like for me, it's like, it's like they can do their own thing, I'll do my own thing. So I'm like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, one of the easy housemates to be with. But then... Like reflecting back, maybe I was the bad housemate that they were annoyed with. As in like, because maybe my standards were lower than, than theirs, and then they were annoyed with mine, instead right. of me being annoyed with them. I know you mentioned that this was like the first time living with friends as well. Do you feel like that's made sort of a difference? In... I guess in terms of like, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, like I, I know that you guys have like a set list of like topics know, and stuff, fine. but it's like, in terms of like, you know, like different expectations or like different standards as, as, as like whatever you call it. It's like managing those differences. I can imagine it would be very different if you were living with a complete stranger as opposed to like living with friends just because like there's that added level of, you know, I guess wanting to maintain that friendship like outside of just being housemates. Hmm. I think it's, I don't know if that makes, what, what I'm saying makes sense, but I think in managing that it's actually easier with friends. Honestly, like a lot of the things I see if I don't agree with, I will go back to, okay, if my sister does this, would I be annoyed? And everything my sister does, I just take it as, as it is. I would apply that to my friends as well. Whatever they do, like if I'm, my sister does it, I'm okay with it, then I'll be okay with what my friends are doing. But with strangers, then it's like, the worst thing I can do is that I don't communicate with them. I don't talk to them. So it was actually easier to adjust my way of doing things, way of living, if it's with friends. Okay. Why? No, just cool. Wait, why? No, just... No. Nothing, really. <laughs> Genuinely. Just like, okay, cool. Didn't know that. So just like filing that away in like my information that I now know about Viv. <laughs> like Sometimes the mental folder. I really want to live in her brain. Because I just wouldn't think that way. I just feel like if it's strange, it's easy. Because as you said, 
you don't need to talk to them. That's the worst scenario. But France is different. You just need to have that. That's like an extra layer, as you said, that closeness. I don't want to ruin that. But then you also have to manage if you have you know discomfort or like anger built within you, which I don't think it will happen to you. Well, then you just gotta manage your own anger. But I will reflect back. It's like okay, mm-hmm. why am I being angry? Mm-hmm. Or why am I feeling whatever emotion I'm feeling? Just gotta let it go. And to be fair, I can I can kind of see it going like both ways. It's like having like being friends, and being like familiar with that person. You kind of, at least I feel like you might be more like one might be more likely to have those open conversations because there is already like a level of trust and safety built into that relationship. As opposed to like living with a complete stranger, you'd probably just like shut off or be a lot more like. There's less effort. Or mindfulness that would go into preserving that relationship because there isn't really one to begin with. So, yeah, most of my experiences are very living with strangers. So I think this was a very interesting experience that I had this time. It's been how long? Half a year? Yeah, about half a year. Doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's been longer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. Viv, I'm not sure about you. <laughs> it might be like this is way too long. Get me no, out of no. here. <laughs> I I'm grateful for the experience, honestly. Like it has been. I don't have the right adjective for it, but it's been great. Well, then let's explore what's the pros of having housemates. <laughs> yes. You wanna start with that? <laughs> the pros of having housemates, as you said, the cost. I think that's mm. the one thing. Yep. I think which is what one of the reasons why you moved in with that. Yeah, it was a lot more like affordable as compared to like student like accommodation, like way more affordable and like you get a bigger space as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and I was just talking to a friend earlier, saying that student accommodation is a very expensive jail. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like you don't get like the freedom of space. Like everything is compartmentalized into like one tiny room. And it's like over here, like I can actually cook. And the I mean, windows that's... are always so tiny, and you couldn't open it. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean you can't cook? Like I can actually cook in like in a house. Like so if you're living in like, in student accommodation, it's like the amenities are really like I mean, like they're the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You have a stove top, you have a microwave, you don't really have, you know, you can't really like bake or do something more extensive as mm-hmm. well. And that's something that I really enjoy and appreciate about having like a proper full-sized kitchen and you don't have like you always have to go to communal area to cook i wasn't well wouldn't you see this as communal not communal but then like a shared space yeah but i guess there's like a different level of like a different sense of comfort that this is still like home as opposed to like a residence mm. so yeah any other pros that you feel like um the company i mean this is, I'm going off the basis that I'm living with housemates that also happen to be friends. Um, then, like, the company is something that I've really appreciated, especially. Yeah, like, there's always somebody around to kind of, like, talk to or to just, like, hang or just to just be there even if we're not really talking. And it's a little bit less lonely sometimes. Do you see that as a pro? As you mentioned earlier, you said you don't really like people. Yeah, but I think it's more specifically, when I say that I don't like people, a more accurate reflection would be it takes a lot for me to feel comfortable with opening up to people. And I think living with people, you kind of go 
it's it fast tracks the relationship building in a way because you basically see them virtually 24 7 like you get an insight into their life that you probably wouldn't see if you're just like you know meeting in school or meeting at work and that kind of I guess like for me that kind of helped build that sense of like trust and safety and that bond could be one way on my part but like (laughs) that sense that that sense of like okay you know what like these people have seen me at like my weirdest at like my most I guess vulnerable would be you know the best word to put it like when you're at home like you feel a lot more comfortable and more willing to be yourself and like these people have seen me be that way and they're still sticking around and so you know because they nice. have to stick around. That too. Like, their, their names are on the bond. If we break it, it's just like a whole... It's too much of a hassle. So, you know what? It's a trap. I trapped them here. No, you didn't. No, not at all. It's another jail. Yeah, just a bigger jail. A bigger jail, a fancier jail with, like... You don't have to... With, like, your own washing machine and dryer. It's like an ensuite jail. Yeah. I'm here for that. Actually, you guys have a very weird way of seeing jail. I would imagine it to be very different. Yeah, no fair. I wouldn't survive an actual jail. Oh, you would not. But yes, those are some of the pros. Um, but there are still a lot of cons, right? Mm. And I think Nat can testify to some of those cons. <laughs> I guess that I'm just like, complaining to no, no, my, no, no, um, no. <laughs> but I do feel like you know, company is like one of the pros, but it can also be cons. Because sometimes I just wanna be alone when I came home, especially the work that we do. We are constantly talking to people 24-7 and when you're home, I just want to shut down and just be on my own. So sometimes having their company might be a bad idea if you're not in the mood for that. So I guess setting good boundaries is essential if you're living with people. Which I'm not very good at that. I think one of the most valuable lessons that I've had this past year, in like just like past year and a half now actually, like living with housemates would be like my ability to set boundaries and to like pick up on like other people's boundaries as well. And also to just, it, it's been like, it's been very valuable in terms of like self-reflection and like my own expectations and just like recognizing that, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Since we were on the topic of boundaries, Yining, you said you've learned how to set boundaries. From Yining's experience, I guess, like what have you learned from that or how do you actually set boundaries? Um, I would say a lot of it's also like a collective effort as well and boundaries might be the wrong word to describe it in a way. But I think like living together, it's very easy to like step on each other's toes and like having respect for one another's like personal space. I think that's something that's been very important. Mm -hmm. And like for us, if you know, if we come back and it's been a long day, we do check in with one another. But if we don't feel like talking, we just kind of like hit into our rooms and like sequester ourselves away. And like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And we don't come like knocking on one another's doors and like, hey, what's up? Like, we're very good at, like, respecting each other's, like, personal space. And, like, I guess, for me, emotion regulation would be something that I've had to work a lot more on. Because, like, living by myself or living with family as well, there's a certain level 
of I guess like comfort that comes with like that environment which isn't necessarily the most appropriate or functional sometimes especially in like a larger social setting so I do think I try to keep myself in check a little bit I think I fail a lot of the times but like I do try do you realize that do I realize that you try to regulate your emotions yeah yeah (laughs) do you think it's a success or it's a fail I would say you didn't blow up at all from the time that I've been here even though I can see some of the times if you were at home or if you were with your family you probably would blow up yeah and you didn't and I would already call that a success like it's not even though maybe I can still see you regulate your emotions yes but yeah I think oh sorry like the whole topic of boundaries I think the thing that I was gonna say so I'm just gonna pause for it it's um thank you first of all I think the respecting other people's differences I think that's something that's been like a real revelation for me because I think I, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast I have a very specific way of doing things and it's really hard it was really challenging in the beginning to kind of recognize that okay you know what not everybody does things like the same way and that's okay and like relinquishing that sense of like control it's been a huge like internal process and that for me it's like learning how to like respect other people's boundaries and like their preferences as well without imposing like my way of doing things like on them and I feel like Nat you probably relate to this quite a fair bit I think now I'm trying to amend my relationship with my housemate because I'm like okay I can control or like manage maybe the better word my emotions better with the awareness of not everyone do things the same way as I do and not always my way is the right way and it's like celebrating the differences and it's you know what it's some of the differences it brings me joy it's very entertaining sometimes and so you know what I'm glad for it as well (laughs) (laughs) but do you guys have any like pet peeves like I I know like like you two have oh I think I I thought everyone have you guys want to start off with some I'm actually really curious to see what you have to say Viv what are some of your pet peeves we can we can leave me to the last no just now we already leave you to the last so I I can't I I couldn't think of one even like a tiny one Oh yeah, we I did. I did find out. The way oh, it wasn't it wasn't for eating, but the way rats opened the packet <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> she was she got they got so angry. Really? <laughs> like actually like upset. I was like it was a pack of cookies and she just opened it randomly. Like there wasn't um... any that's why this jar is here, cause like the cookie, the cookie package, was like opened. It wasn't salvageable. Yeah. <laughs> so, but on, I mean, to be fair, I don't think I was. I think I was just in a mood that day, cause everything that she did, even the way she was eating, I was like, why are you not eating? <laughs> she was eating with a fork, noodles, mm-hmm. and then it was on the end uh, up. Like you know how? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't on the the fork. The tip. Yeah, the tip. It was on that, like the base part yeah. of it. Okay. So then, like, I was thinking, like, why don't you eat? Like she just kept getting more, but then that part still stayed there. <laughs> so that's your pet peeve. 
I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, but I, I think it was more because I was in the mood, not because of the situation. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I was annoyed. So noise is never a concern to you? Like if someone are being noisy? Does it annoy you? Like noise? Oh yeah, like definitely noise. Like I don't know if you guys have those clocks that is still ticking sound. I couldn't have those clocks. Is that the same for you? Like noise, is it okay or not really? Not particularly. I would say that my biggest pet peeve would be just things around like cleanliness. It's, it's a pretty significant pet peeve of mine, but I think coming back into like what we were talking about earlier about respecting other people's differences, I try to not impose it. So if it's something that I have an issue with, like I'll do the cleaning. Like I'm not gonna like ask somebody else to like clean that up differently. At least I don't think I've done so. I'm, I'm very mindful that it's my own it's my own stuff. I would say though, I think overall, like compatibility between housemates, it's a real thing. And I would say that I've been quite lucky that for the most part in terms of like lifestyles as well, we're all fairly similar or like not too like drastic a difference. Like one of us isn't coming back at like, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning and like, or plays like loud music to like the wee hours of the morning. Like we're all fairly respectful we're all very respectful, I would say. And so that's made living with one another a lot easier. And I do acknowledge that probably won't be the case for most everybody else. So do you believe there is a compatibility around housemates? Oh yeah, absolutely. Just in terms of like lifestyle choices as well. Like if you lived with somebody who was a smoker, you know, somebody who smoked and somebody who didn't, like how do you kind of navigate that? If you lived with somebody who like loved having plants like everywhere and like you know attracts bugs there's like soil and dirt everywhere as well like how do you kind of navigate that like i do think there's like a certain level of compatibility do you believe that i think that's true for a lot of people that they will be able to be more compatible with certain housemates so it takes less of it takes less energy to adjust I would say this is also based on the assumption that people want to have a relationship with their housemates because yeah. if you don't then like honestly who cares but i guess sometimes it can be the middle ground for say cleaning this maybe we can set some rules around oh dishes need to be clean by the end of the night we don't have any house rules <laughs> do you not have house rules we've never like i know like for some people they have like house rules like a s maybe spoken or unspoken I guess we probably do have like a set of like unspoken house rules but you know for some people they probably do have like spoken house rules and a list of like expectations like a chore schedule things like that that does not exist here actually i'm very curious because when i as, as you said like i was just taking over someone's lease um so i just had to observe what you guys were doing first and then learn from that and adjust to that. So how did you guys start doing the way you do things? I think I just started cleaning, like, <laughs> like over the weekend, like I think after we had moved in and it's like at some point I was just like, okay, you know what? One or two weeks in, it's time to vacuum and mop. And then off I went. It's therapeutic for me, so I personally don't mind. Things like the dishes, you know, like on the drying rack as well. It's like, it doesn't bother other people, but it bothers me. So I just like keep it away and that just becomes part of my morning routine. And it's nobody ever said anything. I just like, it just happened. 
So no one asks, do I need to help you clean or? Oh no, they do offer as well. So sometimes it's like, if they offer, then sure. But for the most part, I'm like, it's fine. Like I don't mind. It's calming. And I just had to observe that and it's like, oh, okay, that's how they do things. Cool. I felt very uncomfortable, but oh. that's how they do things. But you felt very uncomfortable? Yeah. What about? Like, it's weird, like, one person doing it so much. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just had to tune it out, okay, and then just be okay with it. Would you prefer for me to step back? Because I never knew that you felt uncomfortable about it. I don't mind doing it, but I'm, I'm okay, either way, I think I'll feel uncomfortable because I know if I do it, it won't meet your standards. <laughs> Ouch. No, I mean, like, it's just different. I think it's just the way you do it differently. I sound like such an overbearing housemate. Not but at all. I would love to have a housemate that is, like, do the household chores and I don't have to do anything. There's a balance between. It's so interesting you guys don't have house rules. Well, do you have any unspoken house rules? I mean, as, you know, the, I, I feel like it'd be more of a fair question to ask you because you've just come in here and, like, you've mentioned observing these things and, like, picking up on it. So maybe you can confirm my observations by you telling me first. That's not how confirmation works. <laughs> I don't think you guys have, yeah, actually, I don't think you guys have rules other than you cleaning during the weekends or try to clean when no one is in, in, the, in the apartment. How do you guys lock the doors, for say? Is there a rules around like locking the doors? Huh? huh? Like, you lock it? Yeah. No, like, not like whoever... <laughs> do you guys never leave it unlocked? No. I mean, they do. By accident. Yeah, by accident. But no. Like, is there any person assigned to check the lock before they go to bed at night? Wait, what? I think because we live in an apartment. Like, you need, like, the fob to get up through, like, the elevator and everything. So we Actually, don't really have that concern. That's not true. Like, at home. Like, at home, home someone would be checking if it's locked and it's an apartment okay i guess we just don't care enough about safety it's like you know what but come mug us it's fine now that you mention it yeah we don't have that you can take that on that rule but i, I i'm the furthest from the right from the door, so the closest one rats can take on that rule i don't think we care enough to do that yeah we've got nothing worth mugging like honestly take it guest Yes. Do you need to inform people or like... What do you think? No, no. No, no, what do you think? We do have like... I think this is just more of... Not, it's not a house rule, but more just like out of courtesy. We do typically like inform people um, if somebody's coming over or sometimes just like checking and like asking permission. But permission is kind of like... We ask permission, but it's just more like a gentle way of like telling people like, hey, somebody's coming over. So it's more like an inform instead of... Yeah. I wouldn't say inform, I would say ask permission. I think we do ask permission, but I think we usually don't expect the other people to say no. I do expect you guys to say no. Oh. Like you guys actually can say no. There, but I think the thought would just like never cross my mind. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's your house, you're welcome to have visitors. <laughs> they hate it when I say that. <laughs> I don't hate it. That's a very strong word. Okay, I just like. I it. can confirm this is the most uncomfortable episode for Viv. <laughs> She's normally not like this. <laughs> but who changed the bean? Is there rules of like people changing the beans? When it's full, 
whoever wants to like throw it out throws it out this household is interesting we can have some rules if you want to set it um i've never really thought about it and i'm actually quite okay with again though i feel like this would have to be a collective discussion do you guys have housemate meetings huh no i see them so often (laughs) wait what like literally every day most days when i come back they'll be like hey what's up or do you have like any rituals like how was your day (laughs) yeah that is yeah like you guys don't go out for brunch together i mean to be fair i think we did go out for brunch a lot more last year like rads rose and i but i think we were also students like our schedules were just like a lot more relaxed but you know like all three of us are working this year and yeah i guess just like not busy on the weekends but like we also see each other basically almost every day and like we catch up with one another basically almost every day it's like it's a you know what's a ritual me coming back and asking viv how was your day (laughs) and her answering good okay or giving me two thumbs up sometimes (laughs) one thumbs up it's a weird ritual like it's i i i it's sorry it's not weird it's it's something that you're not used to yes it's unusual they still have a lot of good things living with housemates but that being said at some point you have to move out as well people have different plans will you still continue to live with housemates or you would prefer living alone what about you i'm asking about you (laughs) um i would say that if depending on like where life sort of takes me I would probably not want to live alone. It's either with like a partner, with family, or with friends. Just cause I really enjoyed the experience overall. I take that back fully. Um, either with a partner or with friends. Maybe not so much with family. Yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I would live with some family members, like a cousin of mine. Like I would, I would gladly move in and like live with her. My brother, questionable. Like other family members. Um, yeah, we'll put a pin in that. But yeah, like it, I think it's just knowing that there's people that I can trust and like turn to, whether it's like a good day or a bad day, and like having that in-person support has actually made a huge difference for me. So it's something that I've actually really valued, and I don't think I would. Yeah, I've really enjoyed. Like I enjoy. Not it's not past tense. I do enjoy having like you guys around. What about you guys? I think I don't have that experience of living alone before so I always wanted to have that experience because I always watch people you know like on YouTube they live alone diaries and I love it I just love coming home with that silence and I can just do things on my own pace and you know sometimes it's really good to do household chores when you are all alone in the house there's just some sense of comfort there so I do want to have the experience of living alone, but I also, I just don't know, maybe I will appreciate more on having housemates when I'm living alone and wouldn't have that connection anymore. But I think for now, I would love to move out alone if it's affordable. Living alone is pretty great. I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoyed it. Like those three years of undergrad living alone. Mm, fantastic. Should we leave? <laughs> Bye, Viv. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think this is probably the first time 
living with housemates and I would consider it as positive experience. Aww. This is, I think, living by myself. You, I, I get very trapped in my own thoughts. There's a comfort knowing that there's people around, even if I don't talk to you guys. Even if I'm in my room hearing you two talk outside here, I'll be like, oh, that's nice, just hearing some noise. So I would say, like, it's... <laughs> I'll stop looking at you. I feel like I'm making you uncomfortable. What's the, what's the last word? What did I say? Positive. Yeah, it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I would say I would continue to live with housemates in the future if possible. I would say my recent housemate is actually one of the more positive ones. Good that we all have positive experience now. But actually... No, no, say it. No, say it. Continue. Say no, it, I'm say done. it. No. Actually, before moving in here, because Rose was t- um, living here, right? I don't know what went in my mind. I don't know why I said yes. Because thinking back, I would probably say no if I had more time to think about it. <laughs> not because you guys are not good housemates, not good friends. But because like, I feel like I'm intruding. It didn't feel like that. But like, if I think it through, before moving in here, I would feel that way. Intruding what? their way of doing things because it will be a big change for you guys too so you're afraid of bringing inconvenience to them discomfort maybe mm-hmm. yeah knowing the way that we live now if you could sort of like go back in time like present you go back in time like would you have told past viv like yes to moving in or no stay the heck away from this place <laughs> i think it depends on what which aspect I'm considering, though. Okay. Overall? Yeah. And again, I won't be offended. We won't be offended. It's fine. Is it fine? Yeah. Um, no, but I think it... I think overall, then, I would still say moving in was a good experience. As I said, it's positive. That's why I would still tell my past me to move in. That's good. Yeah, it's not camp anymore. Yeah. It's your home. Yeah. She's so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I know. I can tell. I feel bad. Do you? But a little bit, but not bad enough. It's more fun than that. So since we've, I've moved in for, you know, six months, do you have any questions for me? I guess I would just be... I'm always, like, curious as to whether or not you feel comfortable in this space. And, like, I know there's always, like, there is... And I'm just, this is just like an assumption here, but I'm just assuming that there's always like a certain level of discomfort. But it's like hoping that this place feels a little bit more comfortable and homey. Higher than average, at least, like on a scale of like 0 to 10. And not expecting an answer, don't worry about that. So what is the question? Do I feel comfortable enough? Yeah, like does this place feel like home? Whatever your definition of home is. I think I've answered it in this way, but it's as comfortable as I can get. Okay. And the next question would be, what can be done to make you feel more comfortable in this space? I would answer it in the way where, how I would answer most questions when someone asks me what they can do to improve it, is that you're doing a good job already. Continue. Good job. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm serious. Like, okay. I think I genuinely think you guys are trying very hard and making me feel comfortable what's your biggest regret moving in with us 
one of my biggest regrets. I don't regret moving in. <laughs> oh, what's like your biggest revelation upon moving in? I actually have one. I was just thinking back. I don't know, was it a few weeks or a few days ago? That's a very different. <laughs> <laughs> your time passed very quickly. Yeah, I don't. I don't live in the present. Um, but one of the biggest revelation is that I realized how dysfunctional I am <laughs> by the way how people react to what I'm sharing or saying. Because if I don't live with people, I won't. Like honestly, I think I share a lot. I mean, to you maybe not, but like to me, I feel like yeah. If I don't live here, I won't be sharing at least this part of my life with other people, and they don't. They won't have that reaction or any response because there's no one I'm sharing with, right? Yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest revelation is that it's very questionable the things that I do or think. I think especially if all your housemates are counselor as well. It's annoying as. <laughs> nope, understandable. But is that a revolution in a good way though? Sometimes, <laughs> like um, that self-awareness. If you want a positive spin on it, is that? <laughs> Not trying to do that, but no, no, yeah. but but there's always negative and positive, mm. right? So. In the positive way, yes, it's dysfunctional. But having that awareness, then you can, if I want to, if I'm motivated enough, I can make some changes accordingly because I have that self-awareness of being dysfunctional. Fair enough. Do I want that awareness? No, but but it's a positive reframe. So you know what? Right. Good for you.、Thank、we you. can keep being dysfunctional, but at least we have that awareness. But moving forward, let's. Enough questions for me. Do you regret asking me to move in? Actually, nope. It's a very, very easy nope. Really? Yeah. It's been actually really nice getting to know you a bit more. I think prior to you moving in, you felt very much like an enigma, like ooh mystery. <laughs> like you had such an aura of mystery like around you, and I think it was just. It's also been really nice. Like in the past, like half a year or so, I would say that I've gotten. I would like to think that we've gotten closer, and it's like I've really appreciated just like getting to know you more, and I, like, I love it. It's been really nice, and I don't think I would have picked you for being like as silly and goofy, because like you came across as quite like a serious person. Um, like I didn't know <laughs> you all that well back then. So it's like just seeing this like other side of you. It's been very endearing. I can see you dying on the inside. Why am I uncomfortable answering and asking questions? Cool, great. I I don't think. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I wanted the answer. Um. <laughs> I don't think she will have an answer for that either. Which one? C. Yeah, one of the questions. What's the most annoying thing about me? I feel like there are quite a lot. <laughs> just answering good as default. <laughs> When things aren't actually all that great, that's why I don't say great. I say good. Yeah, no, fair. But even when things are not good, or not so good, it's like saying good as default. Do you ever hear her saying great? I think a couple of times, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it's been good. <laughs> so good means okay. Got that in the dictionary. Can you tell? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? I think sometimes I feel like I can kind of get, I can kind of like figure it out, 
but like I also don't want to say anything because I don't want you to end up like masking even further. Mm. No, no, you have to, you have to be honest. I agree. And be transparent. No comment. I support that. All right. Well, that's pretty much sum up our episode today. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm sorry for making you so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable. It's actually really fun to witness this. <laughs> I really enjoyed having you on the podcast. I hope you come back. <laughs> if possible. Maybe talk about another topic that might make me feel a bit more comfortable. Thanks for having me. It's been it's been good fun. I'm glad. So yeah, that's it for today's episode. Um, maybe next time I can invite my housemate over to share my experience with them. That would be a very good comparison if you guys are interested. Or the jazz. Or the same thing. Is it all the same chess? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The usual stuff. <laughs> the usual stuff. Um, in the meantime, you can check out our Instagram, why in a 20 stop podcast. Uh, we'll upload some content throughout the week. If not, we'll see you again next Wednesday. I hope you guys come back. Bye. Bye.